our healthcare system is aimed at taking care of a plethora of predicaments. However, one thing it is not aimed at taking care of is systemic racism. The way that we are treated by our doctors is indicative of the care that we will get later on. I had one child where I was left inside of the afterbirth for almost six hours. I almost went septic. This happened twice to me. I have three children. The odds of this happening in Louisiana, which is a highly racist state if I ever been to one, okay? Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful landscape, but black people live very poorly there. And I mean in shacks. And they are very proud, and they are beautiful people down there. I felt privileged to go to their home and make it a part of my life. I thought that they were beautiful women down there. And they were wholesome women. They love their God. If a woman down there is asking for an abortion, why, for the love of God, would you take her right away? It doesn't matter why she decides to get that abortion. If it's incest, if it's rape, if it's medical, it should be her option. Can I understand you stating that you will not allow people to get more than one or two medical or, you know, otherwise abortion? No. I can understand saying that you don't want people chronically using abortion as a form of contraceptive. That I could understand. But I can't understand you taking away someone's choice. That's just like silencing a victim and taking away their voice. And that to me is reprehensible it's inconceivable and unimaginable to lower yourself to those standards where you think it's okay to put your hands over someone's mouth and stop them from speaking you're not just taking away a woman's right to decide what's going on with her body but you're essentially taking her legs spreading them open and violating her in ways that you have never violated her before by making her go through with procedures that she might not want to go through. We're human, and to be human is to error, but it is not to judge, for judge is our ultimate, a God is our ultimate judge, and only God. Not preachers, not Baptist people, not Catholic people, not Muslim people, it does not matter what you hail from. Your ultimate judgment is from God himself. And no matter what deity it is or who you worship, ultimately, we all have our own judgment. So while you're busy destroying someone else's life, destroying the quality of life, destroy, destroying the ability for the opportunities in the future. Because after you have a child, after you're victimized like that, after you serve a bid like that, where you don't want to have a child, it messes you up psychologically. See, you're talking about the child's life, but you're not talking about the after, uh, aftermath of the mother's life. What about the psychological ramifications of having a child that you didn't want to have or carry and then having to give them up or having to actually take care of them? Putting yourself in that scenario where you're going to be behind the eight ball. And if you don't give people Medicaid, then what good does that do them? Because then they're in a constant state of deterioration. 
because they, the more children they have, the less they can live beyond their means. So in actuality, it's actually like a self-destructive phase for people. Because you would have young people having sex with each other. And then what would you have? You'd have these birthing houses and they have their children. And then what do you do with their children? You put them in foster cares and what should send them up here, send them down to Florida like you guys normally do. You guys aren't understanding that you are honestly a part of a vicious cycle. And the only way that you're going to break that vicious cycle is by remembering to tell people, how about instead of signing off for abortion, you guys sign off for safe sex again. How about we sign off on that say no to drugs thing again, so that our kids aren't uh, so that we're catching the younger youth so that they're not getting hooked as as early as they are, so that they're not having sex with people so that they're not experimenting, so that they're not getting so confused about their sexual orientation at such a young age, because they're being exposed to so much inappropriate material. Banning abortion does nothing but ban the right, the right to speak, the right to keep my legs closed when I want to keep them closed, the right to, to have procedures that I don't, the right to not have procedures that I do not want to have. By the way, banning an abortion is a violation, a direct violation of the patient's bill of rights. If I was any woman in any county in anywhere in this world, I would be the first person standing in line stating, let's appeal this decision because this is a violation to the patient's bill of rights. I have the right to to deny any di- diagnosis. I have the right to deny any treatment. I have the right to deny any any course of action thereafter. And I have the right to ask for alternative care. And you have denied them essentially on every single one. You can't get the alternative care. You can't get the DNC. You can't get this. You can't get that. Come on. Let's get serious. Basically, what you're telling black people, black women, is to go back. You're telling white women is to go back. So you're telling me you could basically have someone who might be um, gay. She might be a lesbian. And a man rapes her. And then you're going to tell her she has to have that child. Think about that. Think about the ramifications that would happen, the, the, the way that they would, that woman would feel on the inside. You already feel trapped inside of a body, but how would you feel when there's two people trapped inside of a body? And when that inner conflict, that mental conflict starts to rattle off, what does that do for the women in that community? Does that, does that make them what? And then what do you put them on, on medications after that? After they get sick, after, you know, having all this stuff, you get, you ramp back up the, the pharmacological places and, you know, the pharmaceutical places, they get all their, their meds back into the effect again. You give them the antidepressants and have them like mummies going to work for you while their kids are in foster cares and they're dying a slow death from stress. Or some of them, they die a fast death. Stress is a silent killer. Let's get serious. And it's a large killer within the black community, but especially not just in the black community, povertized communities. We don't stand alone on that one, you guys. Povertized communities. So if you really want to make a difference, if you guys really, 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 really want people to start having children, if you want, guys, if you guys really want to defecate on people's rights, I'm going to tell you something. 
I hope people do not go silently into the night. I hope they keep fighting you every step of the way, every baby step of the way. I hope that you feel the oppositional pull, the oppositional force. Because I'm explaining to you right now, the biggest thing, the worst thing that you can do in the middle of a food shortage, in the middle of an inflation, in the middle of all of this stuff, is flip the world upside down on its head and try to play games. That doesn't make any sense. But let's get serious. I'm sure that the underlying inflation has had underlying matters you know stopping the trucks excessive stuff like that i believe they were processing one truck a day as opposed to four a lot of stuff got messed up on that what about the shipments that got stuck in the middle of the water come on you guys and the list goes on and on and on so i guess what my point is basically is that while you guys are trying to defecate on the rights of others, you're actually defecating and cutting off your own nose to spite your face. The reason why I'm saying that is because this is not the time for you guys to lock down that we need to have more children. Perhaps you need to deal with a better filtration system for what you have coming into your towns, for what you have coming into your states. If that's what you have a problem with. But I think that increasing the numbers of children in a state that's already got a high mortality rate for the women is like giving black women a death sentence. Especially since it's a high mortality rate in the African American community. Which means to me that you have, you have a proliferation of white people or non-African American people. Okay, but you don't have a proliferation of African-American, which means that it's a crapshoot when you go to the doctor to see if you're going to have a baby. Now, I guess I understand why more people are having um, births at home because they're trying to circumvent dying in a hospital. Anyway, to make a long story short, this is just purely my opinion, but my opinion comes with a medical with an underlying medical background attached to it. That being stated. When your treatment becomes your trauma, it is time for you guys to understand what Joe Mamas went through. Because a lot of women in this world have gone through the defecation of their rights, the liberation of their rights. They've gone through standing up. They've gone through being thrown down. They've gone through being raped. They've gone through being a lot of things, including the bile or the basis on the bottom of some people's shoes. A lot of women are tired of being downtrodden. Women will not be ignored. We will not be ignored. You will not take away our rights. We will circumvent you on every single corner with this fight because enough is enough. And we are USA. Universally, we are worldwide strong when it comes to our rights. Women are entitled to speak. It is not a privilege. It is our right. There is blasphemy to the belief of parents. I believe that a parent is entitled to make the best decisions for their children if they feel that it is imperative to remove a child from a school district and put them into homeschooling, I believe that that would be one's choice of action. 
we're riding a slippery slope when we start to speak about <clears throat> religion in school. Because some religions have been the foundation of so much atrocities and other religions have aligned people so spiritually that it has brought nothing but utter peace from the inside out. I think that what some people look at as spirituality is what other people see as religion. And sometimes I don't believe that religion um, necessarily connects with people spiritually. I believe that there are some people that can walk into a church every single day and never feel the spirit. You understand what I mean? I believe that there are some people that pray, but never feel the calling, never feel the answer, never feel vindicated by the solution that comes from the response. Religion guides so many people, but spirituality is what aligns us with one another. Spirituality is what aligns us with Mother Nature, with Father God, or with, a, with whatever deity that it is that you believe in, and that is if you believe in a deity at all. <clears throat> 